That's why the word should should be banished. Should. It should be banished. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, hello to all of you fellow experiencers out there. And welcome to the Spirited Body Podcast. This is the podcast about activating and living from your spirit in your daily actions and experiences. My guides want to show you how to interpret your life through the lens of your highest self so it can be easier, joyful, and satisfying. After all, we're all just spirits in a physical body. I'm James Vager, psychic, a medium. I'm your host, and I'm here with my amazing friend, Katie. Hello. And uh, we are here to talk about um, information that I get from my guides called the Council of Light who came to me and said, hey, we've got a bunch of information to share with you guys about how to live as a human uh, better to make it easier and more satisfying for you because that's really what it should be about. It should be about learning new experiences and creating communion with the world around you and uh, yourself. And the best way to do that is by understanding and uh, who you are and what that means. And that's what we're here to talk about. So how have you been this week? It's been a good week, actually. I was out of town and I was joking with you before the podcast. Why don't you tell all the listeners where you were? I was in Maui. I actually went to Kauai for my friend's 40th. Um, Stephanie, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago, um, it was her 40th. And that's so amazing. we met, we actually surprised her in Kauai which was a lovely surprise. That's awesome. Yeah, we went hiking. We had no children. All the people who were there, there was no children. Anytime I have no children, it's a (sighs) It's just like when you're with your friends, like before you have kids and you have these experiences in life and then you all have kids and you're all just like consumed and then you get to go back to those experiences pre-kids. It was really, I had so much gratitude to be able to do that. Then I brought my kids out and we went to Maui for a week, but I was laughing because I'm like in this beautiful place and I had so much gratitude, but- I'm also aging and like my routines and my home and like my, my self-care routine is pretty extensive. So I was actually really grateful to come home and get back into my routine of sauna and salt baths and nighttime reading and 10 hours of sleep. And so I'm happy to be back. That's, that's great. It's funny because I feel the exact opposite. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to travel and just go from new place to new place and just not have a, a care that I need to get back to that. I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that sounds like a fantasy to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm also in that season of my life though, where my kids are still little. And so like, I know that I'm here, so I'm clinging to the routines because that's just where I am in my life too. Amazing. But I can see, um, wanting that in maybe 10 years, but for now I'm an old lady who just wants to come back to her, her bath and her sauna every day. Oh, stop with the old lady. Um, okay. So nothing wrong with being an old lady, by the way, I'm actually embracing it. Yes. There's nothing wrong at all. It's experience. Um, uh, yeah. So the topic today is past lives. So I'm really excited about this because I feel like in my own journey, I've unraveled a lot in my own life and my own experiences. And then I always forget that there's this huge category of past lives that really impacts um, our current 
life, then I never really think about it. And it was funny because I was working with, I was telling you how I was working with that somatic body worker and I went in and I had processed so much with her and I was like, I still feel like I'm really carrying something in, in this part of my body. And then she was like, oh, we should probably do some past life work. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I never even thought about that. So I don't really know a lot about past lives, but I know that it has a an impact. So I'm really excited to like, just understand more. Yeah. The, uh, it's interesting when I started my journey in the psychic energy, spiritual realm, the idea of, I, uh, I believed in the idea of past lives there. I, there's too much evidence sort of, even though it's anecdotal, the anecdotal evidence is so powerful that and compelling that it's sort of stupid not to at least say, assume that it's accurate and then be proven otherwise. And my concept of past lives has completely changed since I started talking to the council of light, since I've been meeting with my guides and having conversations with my guides about it. What's interesting to me is in the context of reducing conflict, why this topic is coming up in the mm. context of uh, reducing conflict. And uh, I think I understand it. And there's, there's a couple things in here that are going to be uh, controversial is probably not the right word. It's going to alter our understanding of past lives. Mm, okay. For a lot of people, there's uh, some of this information is out there. If I, I've seen it sort of out in spiritual TikTok and other things, people, people saying it, um, which is great because it validates, <laughs> you know, an external uh, source is validating what I'm, what the information I'm getting. So that's really, it's interesting, but I'm curious to see how this is going to land with someone that's never heard it before. Uh, so there you go. Well, I haven't heard much, so I'm, we'll see how it lands even with me, how confused I get. But what I hear you saying is that there is so many things that contribute to how we show up in the world in the human experience. And a lot of the topics that we've covered are ways that we can identify those parts of ourselves to reduce conflict. And what you're saying is that past lives play a part of who we are that we don't even maybe fully understand or know. Yes. And, and we have to address it. Yes. And it's not address it. We have to understand it. Mm. It's the understanding of their presence and what, what it really means. That's the, that's the um, point that I think is important to get. It's, it's understanding it and understanding that the difference or the, how they view it and how they're describing it. So that is a way to reduce conflict. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, everything you say is crazy, you know, impactful and interesting. So let's do it. Are we ready? All right. Glasses on from the council of light past lives. Let us again join your energy and transmit our information to you as you have requested. There is much to teach to reduce conflict in your world and existence. These topics that we share with you are about the communing of your energy with those around you and the experience you are having here with the greater part of who you are, the energetic and eternal part of you. Understand that the part of you here that is listening and attending and living here is the temporary part. Your experiences are being filtered through a temporary vessel. The process of creating and experiencing a more satisfying life is about recognizing the lenses that you are experiencing your world through 
and understanding that those lenses only exist in this physical plane. These lenses do not exist outside of it. Good? Yep. Your true essence is beyond that of the physical 3D realm. The majority of you exists beyond. It is as if you are a spotlight, the beam of a spotlight that eventually converges into a point of light. Your consciousness, your physical reality and life are only the final point. The majority of your being is the entirety of the beam of that spotlight. We wish for you to understand this point so you may better appreciate the temporary nature of your physical existence and the greater part of you exists outside of this. The truest part of you exists outside of this physical plane. Got it? I, yeah, I think so. It sounds like we get so sucked into the human experience that we forget that that's actually just a very minute. Right. Part. And that, that image, uh, you know, they, when they transmit this, these words to me through me, it, they give me the visual. And so it's like, imagine if you have um, a hyper, like a, like a light that's filtered through a magnifying glass and you know how you can focus the beam to a solid point of light that burns the leaf or whatever. Do you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so imagine that that magnifying glass lens is really, really, really far away. And all you are is the exact point that converges. That's all your physical representation is, mm. is that most um, concentrated part at the very end, at the very tip of that beam. Does that make sense? And that's not just who you are. You're the entirety of the beam. Yeah. So our friend Amy went and did this, um, went to this thing where this guy does um, mediumship with people who have passed on. And um, he was like, I've asked people on the other side, like, what is this that you're a part of? And he says that it's like, part of the human experience is like that we won't ever be able to fully understand it. And he's like, think about it like the human experience is a drop of water. And then when you pass to the other side, your drop of water goes into the ocean. ocean. Th that's, and then the, it's, that's the same yeah. sort of visual images but they give me all the time. Part of the human experience is being that drop of water and knowing that the ocean exists, but that you'll never fully understand what the feeling of the ocean really is until you're no longer in the human experience. But as humans, it sounds like we can have some crack of a door open to the fact that the ocean exists. Yes. And part of being that drop of water is that we won't really fully understand, but it is there. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? A hundred percent. Okay. And that the majority of who you are, of who Katie is. Is the ocean. Is the ocean, is not the drop. But our whole life as the human being with the ego and the driver's seat is the drop. Yes. But know that it's not. And if you understand that, and the thing is, we feel it. We all feel it. We've all had moments where we feel that connection to the ocean, or we feel that we are no longer that, that pinpoint of light, that we are everything before that pinpoint. We all have moments of it. Why do you think people go to church? I mean, anytime... I am in one of the tools that I use for myself is that anytime I'm in conflict or 
periods of distress or challenges, I always get sucked in. But then there are times where I go zoom out and you can change your, you can change your experience with that one kind of idea of this is just my experience and I'm really, really, really zoomed in. And I personally, from my own experience, have correlated the amount of distress and challenges I face are, are equally proportionate to how zoomed in I am and that that burden can be lessened by simply pausing and recognizing, oh, you're really zoomed in right now. And if you zoomed out, you would have a little bit more clarity on this, this challenge. And you saying that is really important. I mean, it's really a really good point when, it, especially when it comes to conflict, because before we had that conversation about uh, communication and, and knowledge. And when I, I talked about previously, when I use, when I use the idea of what I know, when I'm in a conflict with someone or I'm in a stressful situation or uh, when someone is not, we're not in agreement in alignment or whatever you want to say, this is about when you stick with the things that you know, they're not about the minute things, you know, like I said this, you said that when you can self-reflect and dive in and say, what do I know about the situation? The topics aren't, I said this, that the things that you know in your body and you know, in your soul and you know, in the greatest alignment to who you are, are always like, I know I don't want to continue this relationship this way. I know that I really care about you. I, you know, they're big, they're big, deeper, big picture things. They're not the things that you have knowledge about. You never go to the minutia. No, and I I was actually talking, that's funny that we're talking about, because I was talking about this yesterday. Sometimes when I get really like judgy and like, why is that person reacting that way? Once in a while, not every time, I can I can do this thing where I go, because that's what it is. And human beings in the human experience are just a progress, like a, it's just a culmination of a millions of micro experiences that put them together. They put all together. That's how that person shows in up. In a sequence. And so like, of course they react that way because their human experience and whatever thing they're supposed to be going through as their human existence was put together by those millions of different things that made it that way. So that's why they're doing that. And so what I'm saying when I'm doing that projection or judgment of why are they acting that way, I'm saying that you should have had my experiences that led you to my conclusion and my perception, but that's not how it works being a human being. Yes. It's like, of course you're reacting that way because if I were you and had your exact sequence of millions of experiences put together cumulatively, I would also react that way. Yeah. And it does allow me to create a little bit more space in my judgment and projection of how someone should do something. Absolutely. That's why the word should, should be banished. Should. It should be. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been practicing be that. I don't, I'm not perfect at it at all. Like right. maybe one out of 10 times I can get there. But when I reach for these perceptions, it does create a lot less stress and suffering and more connection Yes, and allows me to just surrender to what is. Right. I mean, don't you feel like all the spiritual work is all the same thing just said differently by different people? Like yeah. the majority and, of it. Yes. And mo and a lot of it is accepting what is. Yes. And stop fighting with, with what is and what is reality and what is in front of you. And, and fighting. I mean, I think the root, if, if we were to talk about it, the root of what the council of light talks about is that expectation, those un, 
conscious expectations that we have about the way things should turn out for us should be and all these micro expectations that we have all the time our drive to work should be traffic less it should get us there at the time that we need it to be these people should know that they're supposed to get out of my way you know what i mean like all these micro the expectations right and we don't and you can call that having being present to what is actually happening at that moment and be able to release yourself from those expectations, understand those expectations and understand where your frustration is coming from. It's coming from an internal creation that is simply coming in your mind and you are creating your own frustration. You are creating your own. And then we do the thing where then we seek validation for that perception. So then it furthers the narrative that we're right. And like, that doesn't help at all either. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, for example, I've been, I, my husband, my husband and I have constantly been in this dialogue around Well, I feel like he doesn't have enough support in his life. Like, I feel like he really isn't, he's kind of a lone wolf in a lot of ways. And that's just who he is. But when challenges arise in our life, I feel like it doesn't help him. Right. Because then he, he really kind of only turns to me and I'm like, I can't be everything. But it's fascinating to me because I will project you should have more support. And then anyone in my corner is like, of course he should. And then that validates that perception and projection onto him and judgment of him for not. But then when I really step back, I'm like, when his human experience leads him to finding that conclusion for himself, that will happen. And all of the sequences of his life that have played out the way it is have led him to here. So he shouldn't be anything other than what he is. And it's actually not my responsibility to get wrapped up in what his network looks like. It's to set my own boundaries for what I'm available for, for him, rather than spending all my energy and projecting in the judgment of what he should have. Yeah. And when you say he should have more support, he should have his own. What you're saying is the right way to be yeah, is to have a support system about, like me. But then think about going to like a friend. Any one of my friends would be like, yeah, he should. Oh. And then it completely validates my narrative. And then it takes that judgment further exactly. and it creates more disconnection yes. rather than just saying he doesn't. And because I do doesn't make me better. And wherever he is in his human experience has led him to where he is now. And that's just what it is. Absolutely. And being able to speak from an authentic place of, I know it doesn't feel comfortable when you come at me with your problems. And, and that may not be your issue, but it's, and it could be 100% my issue, but this is what I know. I know that it doesn't feel comfortable. I know that I feel that you are, expecting me to blah, blah, blah. And then when you have a conversation about what you know, it completely changes the energy. It can, it changes the dialogue. It changes the course of the conversation. So then the next time we get in this argument, I'm going to be like, can you pause? I'm going to go listen to myself speak on this podcast so I can have a different perception of you. I would love that. It's so much easier to talk about this here than because we're in we a just different get space. wrapped up in that human experience. Exactly. It becomes about defense. It becomes about uh, Defending your safety that you have cleverly manufactured for yourself. It's wild. We I could just sit in these podcast chairs 24 <laughs> seven and we'd really experience less suffering in life. We would. Yeah. Okay. okay. Tell me more about past lives. Okay. So large part of you, the largest part of you is not here. Your being is large and amorphous and connects to source which connects to everything in the universe. 
you are part of the entirety of the universe, just as a lamp is part of the larger electric grid. This connection means you have access to the entirety of that grid, the entirety of the universe. We've gone over this before. We are all one, and then I get confused. Yeah. Yes, but it's understanding. Um, people talk about source. So I've had a conversation with source, and source told me, I'm not a consciousness. I'm not my own being. What I am is the point that everything in the whole universe connects, overlaps. Mm. So it contains everything. And in source, because it contains everything, there's no conflict. There's no contradiction because everything is contained in it. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's kind of a heady concept. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, but it makes sense. Yeah. You contain everything. Therefore nothing's in conflict. And because nothing's in conflict, all the energy moves in one, one direction. You don't have things moving separately because everything is nothing's in conflict and nothing's in contrast. So everything moves in the same direction. So it has this feeling, this source of creation, but it's not creation. It's different. Okay. It's just the point in the universe where everything connects. So if it, if I have a part of me that connects to everything else in the universe, I have access to everything else in the universe. Just like the lamp, when you plug it into the wall, if you trace it all the way back, I have access to the entirety of the electric grid. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. That makes sense, right? Yeah. There is much to communicate with this concept and understanding, and we hope to explain in ways that can bring understanding to you all and not overwhelm or frustrate, for this is an idea that you may never understand completely. For we wish to tell you that your complete understanding is not the goal or necessary for you to find peace and satisfaction. Your awareness and the discovery of the concepts will occur over time. They will reveal themselves to you gradually as you are able to understand and recognize their truth. So exhale and know you are hearing as you need to hear. You are being exposed as you are needing to be exposed and the changes that will occur in your life will be as they are needed and able. So stop trying to control everything. Trust. And understand that where you, what you bring to the table is going to determine how much you're able to absorb and understand. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And as you shift and change, you will understand what you need to understand and you will take from this what you need to take to modify you slightly. Those micro changes that are going to lead to a major change over time. I mean, that's how, from my experience, it works as a human being anyway. It's nothing overnight. It's not going to last. Mm -hmm. Here is when we describe to you the concept of past lives, for this idea is frequently misunderstood. The lack of understanding is rooted in the word itself, for past indicates that these experiences have happened prior to now. Uh-oh, here's where you get to lose me. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I'm ready to be lost. <laughs> that your soul's experience is happening in a sequence. You are born, you die, then you are placed in another physical body sometime later after you died. A timeline. This is not the case. 
as time only exists in your physical world. In reality. So it's all happening at once. Is it? See, my mind can't do it. It can't bring itself to understand that. In reality, all of your lives are occurring at exactly the same time. Right now, all of your expressions in the physical realm are occurring at exactly the same moment. There is no before or past. Past life regression is actually other expression identification. So when my guides talk to me, they talk to me about expression. This expression of you, that expression of you. They don't talk past lives. They say expression. This expression of Katie is different than a different expression of Katie. It's all at the same time. But it's all at the same time. Ready? I think. (laughs) Let us help you in this way. Imagine you are a flower with many beautiful petals. A lotus flower is most used for this representation, which I find, this is me talking, fascinating that the idea of the lotus flower is very big in the spiritual world. It is. And so. Literally like lotus pose. Yeah. And so they, they talk about the lotus flower a lot. And so this image that was very interesting to me. Okay. Your life expressions are the individual petals of the flower. Each petal is connected to the base of the flower, which is in turn connected to a larger structure that is connected to all of the other flowers in the pond. The petals are existing at the same time and are connected to the larger aspect of the flower. The petals are not the flower, only a visible part of the whole, but all individual and distinct. Just like the petals, your existence is cleaved into different expressions that are separate but connected to the whole. These expressions are living to the best of their abilities and experiencing the same thing in slightly different ways. Learning how to commune in as many ways as possible. When one expression learns something of value, the entirety of the flower benefits. The lesson is absorbed by all. How are you communing? How are you helping the flower? So let me pause. The point is when you look at a flower, all of the petals are existing at exactly the same moment. It's not like one petal exists and then another petal exists and another petal. They all exist at the same time. And each petal represents the different expression. Okay. Connected to the whole flower. So your higher energy source, your higher sort of the highest part of Katie exists. And then you have different expressions of that same energy. And then that energy is connected to source, which is then connected to everything. Okay. Is that making sense? Yeah. The other way to understand it, which is how it was described to me to start with, was imagine you are a shelf in a library. You have books all stacked together. All the stories exist in exactly the same time. So my, some math wants to come in for me right now. So like, like, am I on the wrong track when I say like you had 20 past lives and I had 22? Like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) My human experience gets in the way sometimes of this understanding. And it's It's infinite past lives. Okay. Yes. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. Okay. 
this is where it gets crazy. It's infinite past life. Yes. But it's all simultaneous. Yes. <laughs> I want to get it. I want to, I want to understand. I want to embody the understanding. Um, so like if I had a past life from 500 years ago, mm -hmm. that experience is living now at the same time. Currently. There's no timelines. There's no. Correct. Okay. So the experience that I had as a three-year-old, is it happening right now? Yes. On the other side, in the larger part of who you are. Yes. Okay. But not here in, in this physical world for you. Okay. So this is making a little more sense. So all of my infinite experiences with my infinite lives are happening on the yeah. other side at the same time as my current human experience. Yes. Okay. That I can wrap my mind around a little bit. Yes. But those, those people that are live inhabiting an expression that's on earth are impacting my expression as a human right now and vice versa. So my ability to lean into my current human expression, my current life and heal cycles and patterns and things that are causing distress and disconnection and suffering will impact all of those infinite other lives on the other side. Yes. So because, that's where free will is really important. Because you are everyone. You do that to me every time. <laughs> so wait, so. So a change in you is a change in everybody. Which goes back to the whole thing we talked about with that psychiatrist who never met with those patients yes. and just worked on himself. This has come up a lot for me where they have conflict with somebody and like, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to heal. And they're not ready to heal. Then I go, what? Like who doesn't want to heal? But then I'm like, okay, well maybe this current expression of their life isn't ready for that. And maybe in another lifetime they'll be doing that. Cause it's always fascinating to me as human beings that we avoid the healing. That's always been fascinating to me because like healing is available for everybody. Of, of course. But, but I people, think people interpret what healing means in different ways. A lot of people think feel healing is a threat and um, you're right. And I'm going to keep reading because okay. I think some of these questions that you're having are answered. Okay. Um, later, but you, you're, we're on the same page. We, I've gotten to the point where you understand that. I that get All it your now. lives are happening at the same time. But my current human experience is happening on this side. And all those other things are kind of happening in the ocean on the other side. The other side of the ocean. Okay, keep going. I just, I just keep going. It's okay. I'm going to need a new co-host because this is getting out of control. So... Think of the ocean as being in the middle, surrounded. It's like a big lake, maybe, is a better way to say it. And all the physical realm was on the outside of it. So your different expression is happening on the other side, on the other shore. Okay. Because when we join the lake, those expressions of like suffering and disconnect, they're not really existing. Correct. And so the, the, the expressions that exist on the outside of the lake are going to keep existing until the healing happens. Right. And time, as we know it, 
only exists on the shore. Okay. Doesn't exist inside the lake. Is that making sense? Will we so, all eventually just end up in the lake? Yes. Or we all are going to be on shore for infinite time? No, because time doesn't exist and it's all happening at the same time. So your presence on the shore is happening all at the same time. Let's keep going. <laughs> Let's keep going. It's getting worse for okay. me over here. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to back up just a little bit. Learning how to commune in as many ways as possible. When one expression learns something of value, the entirety of the flower benefits. The lesson is absorbed by all. How are you communing? How are you helping the flower? Okay, got it. Understand too, that when you have insights and awareness of your different expressions, whether through a medium or through your own awareness, these other expressions have energetic and vibrational connections with the situations, feelings, and issues that you are struggling with currently in this expression. That makes sense? Yeah. So when you, when you go to your energy worker or a psychic and they say, oh, part of the reason you're feeling this is because you have these other past life issues and understand that what that person is picking up on is those other past lives are vibrationally aligned with what you're experiencing right now. And so those live, those expressions come forward because they're attracted to, they are aligned with what you're going through, your okay. current struggle. And so that medium, that psychic can say, oh, well, I'm, well, of course you have a past life where you were a slave and you struggled and you were beaten and you were having all these feelings of feeling insecure or unsafe. And that's why you're still feeling this way. And it's not that that's false at all. In any way is that false. But the understanding that brings you as an individual in this expression says, oh, that's where it's, I can identify with this more concrete, more um, externalized information and example of why I feel unsafe. Okay. I resonate with that. That makes sense. And it makes it much more identifiable in you Okay, from a different perspective, a different knowledge. Does that make sense? It gives you more insight into your wholeness of, of your experience. And what you're currently feeling and experience so that you can identify it and maybe let it go, address it in a different way, not fight so hard against it. Okay. Okay. I got it now. Got it? Yeah. The, this current physical expression is attracting the vibrationally similar to it. It is often when you learn of other life expressions experiences that you can understand the struggle that you are encountering from a different understanding or perspective, same struggles, different life expressions. Okay. We wish for you to understand that when you can understand a problem, you can release it and move it from blocking your ability to commune. So is that the whole thing about being a human is that, your job is just to really identify and heal, identify and heal, identify and heal. So you can commune because everything. But that cycle doesn't end, right? Is what I'm hearing. You. Doesn't end. 
they're, you're constantly getting you things to overcome in order to commune. Cause I like finish lines. And so it sounds like this is not something that there's not a finish line. So get comfortable. The, the, the finish line is simply knowing your process to get to communion and practicing that process. But do you get closer every time? Yeah. It gets easier and easier every time. Okay. So there's desire to do it. Yes. There's, there's good reason to do it. Plus it feels better. Well, it doesn't feel better at first to face shit like that and then have to like, but the other most side of us of it, don't want to feel that. Yes. Pain. But the other side of it, you feel better. Absolutely. So yeah. that's, that's the point. And then you can, it, gets easier and easier every single time. Okay. We wish for you to understand that when you can understand a problem, you can release it and move it from blocking your ability to commune. Removing these misunderstandings, attachments, and blockages from this expression releases it from all. Okay. This process of multiple expressions speeds up the learning process and provides maximum ability to learn and absorb information for growth toward communion. So instead of having one Katie learning how to do this, you have an infinite number of Katie's learning how to do it. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So this process can be a lot faster. If we as human beings stop resisting it. Yes. Okay. That's why it's so important for you in this current expression to do the work because then it happens everywhere. And then what happens everywhere, it happens in you again. And it speeds it up. Mm. We share this information and understanding with you for you to understand the greater connection to more than just your current expression. There is no waiting to see how it goes in the next life. Your next life is happening now in another expression and is waiting for the release that you can provide for it. This act of understanding yourself to better understand who you are and live more in connection to your highest self is an act of communing with all of your expressions and reducing the pressure and struggle that they are experiencing as well. The more that you release, the more all of your expressions can make further release easier, which increases your ability to commune. You want me to read that again? You have a quizzical well, look. Well, I just had this really interesting thought that's like a question for you is about, so all human suffering, is that basically just an ask for look at, examine, and see why this is happening because this is happening because it's an opportunity for healing? Is that like all human suffering? Yes. I would say all human suffering is because you're not communing. So like mental, physical, emotional, all of that? Um, that's a bigger question. Okay. Because um, like. Uh, let's see. Can Do you want to clarify? Like I, like when something happens to me, I feel like an older version of myself was like, why the hell is this happening? And a newer version of myself is like, what is the message behind this? What needs healing? So the, the question that I have, me, James, has is, are you using healing interchangeably with communing? Well, now I will. <laughs> but no, I was just 
thinking about like these parts like, of so me are coming out. So when you say healing, what do you mean by healing? Like identifying the parts of myself that need attention and acknowledgement and care. But I guess that would be in order to commune. Communi- and communing with yourself, knowing yourself better, accepting, understanding, knowing, communing with your higher, with your highest self, but with your self. So let me ask this question. So, it, cause I always get really interested in when people like express um, disease, like, is that expression of disease or illness? Is that linked to this? Or that's just a fluke thing that that person got cancer in? I don't know if this is like a controversial way of saying like it, that that's a biggie. Let me see if I can get information directly from them. Okay. Cause you're asking some pretty big questions. The development of disease in your physical body is not without many factors and is not without the presence of energetic conflict, misalignment, misdirection. How energy conflict and understanding is brought through your physical body alters DNA alters function, but this is not the sole creator of disease on your planet. It's not. No, it is a factor, but there are other factors that are in play and we do not wish to simplify the process of dis disease on your planet. Okay. It can't be easily categorized. There are many factors at play that go into it. And we wish to steer everyone away from the idea of self-blame for disease that you may have. That is is not beneficial and it is not bringing you closer to communion with yourself. To try to understand and make it black and white. That doesn't exist. We wished for you to understand this idea of different life expressions, past lives, as you call them, as a means to better understand your connection to all, to everyone. You are not limited. You don't have your finite number of lives that solely belong to you. That are yours to keep and judge and play with. You are infinite. You have infinite expressions. And if you have infinite expressions, that means you are everyone. Because the person next to you has the same infinite life expressions. Okay. Do you see? Yeah. When you are healing yourself, you're healing the person next to you because you are also that expression. And we understand this is a large concept for everyone to absorb, but you truly are everyone, not in an esoteric way, but in a real way, but in an actual way, your life expressions aren't limited. Okay. I think I get it. 
and they're all happening at the same time. You are your neighbor. You are the person that's driving in front of you. You are the person that's sitting across from you in the chair. You actually are. Are you helping them all release the things that are holding them back? Are you helping them all commune? Are you helping them overcome and recognize the sameness? Are you inviting them to believe in separate? Which one would make your current expression easier? These are large concepts, but they boil down to simple choices and simple understandings of the decisions you need to make in your life. Not complicated. Not overwhelming. They're only overwhelming when you hold your ideals of safety as your primary concern. I think I got it. Okay. I'm back. <laughs> okay. Got it. Uh, for, I mean, it's really layered, right? It is. And that's why they said in the beginning, you're going to take what you can take. Yeah. And it's okay. And what's going to happen is the second you are energetically ready to understand the next part, you're going to go, oh, I remember that thing they said at that time in that podcast where they were explaining past lives. Oh, oh, now I get this. Well, because I can understand the expression of emotional um, suffering as a way of like, this is an opportunity for you to evaluate communing with other and healing. Because I feel like a lot of emotional suffering is pretty much self-inflicted, but it's harder for me to grasp that on a physical suffering level. And so that's what I was trying to understand, but it sounds like that's not so black and white. It's not so, but what they, the, the feeling that I got is like, don't, don't let your mind go to that simple explanation. Okay. And energetics and that kind of thing does play a part, but it's very difficult to sort of piece out what is what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Oh, you have cancer because you couldn't express yourself. Like that's, that's not, beneficial to anybody because when I'm like suffering emotionally, there are many times where I can get to a place where I'm like, okay, why do you keep suffering in this situation emotionally? And then I can kind of sit with that a little easier. Uh, the physical suffering is harder for me to understand. Like why, like why like young children get cancer and stuff like that. I, it's really hard for me to understand that. Um, the emotional is a little easier to grasp because it's a lot of like the internal experience yes. that we have, that we have quite a bit of control yeah, over. And I, I would say that the physical suffering leads to emotional understanding too, yeah. or psychological, spiritual understanding as well. So, but again, that physical piece is just multi-layered. It's multi-layered in a way that the emotional psychological stuff is a little more straightforward. Yeah. The physical, because it has to do with your physical expression that exists only in the physical plane. There's so many different factors that are involved yeah. in it that it's not, it's not so straightforward. Versus the emotional, spiritual it's just, yeah, okay. it's not just existing here. Yes. Okay. Got okay, it. Okay, I got it. Okay. We share this information and understanding with you for you to understand the greater connection to more than just your current expression. There is no waiting to see how it goes in the next life. 
Your next life is happening now in another expression and is waiting for the release that you can provide for it. This act of understanding yourself to better, better understand who you are and live more in connection to your highest self is an act of communing with all of your expressions and reducing the pressure and struggle that they are experiencing as well. The more that you release, the more all of your expressions can make further release easier, which increases your ability to commune. One final understanding that we want to share with you. All flowers are connected to source and you are connected to source. So you have access and understanding of all, if you wish. You are everyone. Your life expressions are unlimited. Use this information to soothe your understanding and sense of urgency. Use this knowledge to bring greater ease to your relationship with others. Can you feel the connection to all? Can you feel the connection and sameness that exists in every being? In all of existence, you are unique and connected to all. And you are everyone. You are your most respected and most feared person. You are your greatest friend and your greatest agonist. Don't you see how this idea of enemy does not make sense? You are everyone. Equal. Chills. You cannot get it wrong. You are never off your path. When I was first learning to do a lot of my energy work, I was told by my guides that I have a very strong sort of angelic nature. I have a, I have a, a way to transmit that energy powerfully. And uh, I was working with a mentor and one of our exercises, she's like, this is what I want you to do. I have this past life that keeps coming up for me. And I want you to visit that past life. And so we're sitting across from each other and she said, I want you to describe it to make sure that she was like training me. So she, she ha was holding up a, 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 a different expression of hers in mind. And she said, I want you to go to that life. So sitting there I did and I, and she's like, go ahead and describe it. And I'm like, well, it's almost cheesy because it's like this medieval prison with like the gray stone floor and like the hay strewn about and like the bundle of hay that you sleep in. And she said, yeah, that's exactly right. And I'm like, it's just so like cliche. It's almost like, is this real? And she said, no, that's exactly it. And what's happening. I'm said, you're, you're going to be put to death for something that you didn't do. Um, and you are petrified and that fear sort of is a running theme for you. And she said, exactly right. And I said, it has more to do with your fear of what's going to happen next and not anything else. And she said, okay. And then I said, hold on. And what I did when I was there was I let my angelic, this is the best way I can describe it. I let my angelic energy become present for her in that life, in that moment for her. So imagine being this woman in prison, going to be put to death. You're deathly afraid of what is going to happen next. And an angel shows up and says, everything's going to be fine. It's going to be a moment 
and then you're going to be released and everything, nothing is going to matter anymore. And you're going to be perfectly fine. And I'm doing this. I'm not talking. I'm just have my eyes qu closed. She has her eyes closed and we're sitting there and I'm just standing there and taking away this woman's fear in that moment by being loving and just that, that communication of love. And my mentor said, what in the world are you doing? Oh, because you weren't saying anything. I wasn't saying a single thing. And she said, I feel so different. I feel like you literally just took cuffs off of me. You've just released something in me that I've never been able to touch. It wasn't anything I like. <laughs> I had no conscious thought over what I was doing. It just felt like this is what I needed to do. And then you flew away <laughs> peacefully <laughs> the into the heavens. <laughs> and um, I guess that lesson for me was that that expression that's holding and experiencing that fear in that moment because time doesn't exist, that means that person, my mentor was experiencing that fear and holding onto that fear just as present. And so your ability to come in and provide her peace and hope and love and empathy for that past expression deeply impacted her current experience. Yes. Because it's happening at the same time. Not because it was something that she experienced and this person died and it's hovering over her. It's because it's happening now. You want to show up for me right now? And do <laughs> so that? that's, that's one. And okay. the other story I have around it. The other thing is if we're all connected because of time or we're all experiencing this because of time, right? And the second, so the whole thing is communion, right? Like coming together. This is the thought I had that this is not coming from me. The second we die and we jump into the place where time doesn't exist, that means we're all together. So dying is about all of us coming together because time doesn't exist. Everyone's dying at the exact, when you die, everyone's dying at the exact same moment. So you're all communing. But yet the human experience facilitates us to constantly act from safety to not to try not to die. Right. Because we're trying to commune. I mean, that's what the physical world is providing us as obstacles to communion, communing, communion. Did I ever tell you the story about that mentor that I had who went in? She had kind of ignored her health for a long time. She had three young kids. Yeah, yeah. You 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 you've told it on this on the podcast. Yeah. About and then they she went in and they were like, uh, you have stage four cancer. We're admitting you to the hospital today. And then I'll just never forget. She's like, I sat in a hospital bed alone and faced death. And I was sit I was right there. And it was just like the Wizard of Oz, where it was just the little man behind the curtain. Yeah. I've never forgotten that. I'm like, that's so crazy. It's so in the context of conflict, if you understand that you, it's not you versus it's you. And mm. very different perception. It's pretty powerful. Well, because you can heal from that place. It's very hard to heal when it's you versus 
That was a good one. Big one. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, rate the show on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Um, get in touch with us. Let us know your stories. We are dying to hear from you guys. Uh, Instagram at the spirited body or email me James at the spirited Love to hear from you. Um, hope you guys have a great week and we'll talk to you next time. See you next time. <laughs>